the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Good afternoon and greetings to you. Thanks for coming along today. The Monday edition of The Ride Home. Kathy is, uh, she's not here today. She's taking a little uh, time off. We were gone last Thursday and Friday, and she's just going to continue it one more day. But uh, very good. Nice to be away. Nice to be away. Take like, you know, two days off. I mean, you do like a a quick Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday week. It it was very, um, you felt refreshed having a couple days off, right? (laughs) I know. I know there's a lot of talk. Oh, wouldn't it be nice to have a four-day work week? What, what do, let's do a three-day work week. No, I'm serious. I'm just not. I'm not, I'm not really serious about that. But it was nice to be away. I did nothing uh, Thursday and Friday. I mean, seriously, I broke an all-time record for you know sloth, just kind of doing nothing at home. But then uh, Saturday went to a, a a beautiful wedding. Sunday had a family picnic, which was also fun. Although, towards the end of it, uh, we got rained out there mid-afternoon. But uh, Saturday, oh my goodness, we drove up to uh, Adamsville, Pennsylvania, northwest Pennsylvania, up by uh, Pymatuming Lake. Have you been up there? I got to be honest. I, I'm so clo- we're so close here to so many incredible, beautiful places here. What a state we live in. But uh, drove up there to Adamsville and uh, went to um, a lovely, a very lovely wedding. Uh, Amanda and Nathan uh, got married, friends of our, uh, old neighbors, I should say, and and good friends of ours. Their daughter, Amanda and Nathan, were married at the Sparrow Hill um, Event Center. Very nice. Gorgeous. Um, Amanda and Nathan, you know, don't you love, don't you love a wedding? This is this was like this was like um, running on all cylinders for me because I knew some people, but the large majority of people I did not know. I think there were like 160 people, so it was really just a lark for me, you know, to see the couple, to be with my wife, to see you know uh, a, a few friends, but you know the most people. And there's something freeing about that, don't you think? I love it. I just kind of wandered around, you know. <laughs> My wife likes to dance at weddings. She does. <laughs> I'm okay. All right. I'll go out there for, you know, a song or so. It's fun. Quite honestly, it's humiliating. <laughs> I mean, you try your best. <laughs> you want to please your wife. You want to make her happy out there trying to shake it a little bit, you know. But I would prefer not to. <laughs> Just prefer not to. Uh, however, uh, congratulations to the couple, the lovely couple, uh, Amanda and Nathan. You know, I, I can't help but not go every time I go to a wedding, and especially I, this setting, this uh, this venue, Sparrow Hill. Uh, the the wedding ceremony itself was way up on a hill, 
and you know there's these wooden benches and the this little trellis there and the pastor lovely lovely pastor and his sermon and uh, the the vows and uh, just gorgeous but it looked out over you know, Pimatuming Lake it was very much to me uh, like our town which I love. I love the play Our Town. And, of course, if you know the play, there's a very famous wedding scene. The whole play, in many ways, points towards the wedding of the young couple, Act One. And it was. It was very much like like that. I mean, they were kids. I mean, they're 22. And uh, God bless them. They're starting their life together, uh, Amanda and Nathan, and headed to uh, to grad school. But you think about uh, me, I think about 22. I, I was not thinking about marriage at all. It just was far, far, far from my mind. And uh, so I love it when I go to a wedding and you see kids like that, 22, and really intentional about you know the next step in their future and how they're going to live their life together. So congratulations to them and blessings for you know 50 plus, 60 plus. Our friend Richard Mal, who's a re- been a regular guest on our show, today he just posted on Facebook. I think he said he was married. Today's his 65th wedding anniversary can you imagine that 65 years marriage to richard and phyllis mile you know and, and one of the great things about going to a, a wedding uh, is not knowing a whole lot of people we sat down at a table of course you know there's always the table assignments which is often fraught with oh we'll be <laughs> we'll be sitting with whom what will that be like well we had a great table uh two other couples uh robin and ron and jess and chris and it was just the three of us at this table. We got on great. I mean, just lots of stories, lots of laughter, you know, just floating along there. Just a really, really f- wonderful wedding. I, I don't know. And, of course, the cookie table, the ubiquitous cookie table there. They, very, very nice. So uh, excellent. Just really a nice ride in the country and a beautiful day. How about today? You know, we've been so dry. Like, it feels like most of the country has been super, super dry. Now, of course, we're, we're a lot better off than those poor people out west. Holy smokes. I mean, what they're telling us, you know, historic drought conditions and all that. It has been a very dry summer. So how about yesterday and then even, you know, stretching into today? Isn't that gorgeous? Don't you just love – I mean, uh, this morning, it just soaked and soaked and soaked. I loved it so much. I mean, the, the green is so deeply verdant at this time of year, uh, despite the drier conditions. Very, very green, lush, very verdant. It's just so beautiful, too. I don't know. I feel like relaxed. There's been a couple of good days off, you know. So a wedding, a family picnic, and that was good to see everybody at a family picnic. You see the kids? I, I don't see the kids enough in, in the in the family. Until, you know, months go by and you go, holy smokes, look at those guys. They're getting so big. I don't know. It's just good to be alive. Isn't it healthy? I made a vow, Kath and I made a vow, that we would not engage in the news cycle while we were gone. You know, it's short, short, just four days we were gone. A very healthy to sort of, it's kind of like a detox, right? I sort of like I've been, you know, in a, in a cleansing mode. I had some Clearasil or whatever. <laughs> the pimple of news media was gone for a few days, and that's uh, that's a blessing, right? A little detox. And then you come back into it and you go, oh, my goodness gracious, here we are again. But that's the way of the world, is it not? 
So anyway, uh, Cat's not here. We do have a good show for you. We're going to play some music later on in the show, some worship music, and I look forward to that. It's uh, something we've not done here for an awful long time. So we'll worship God together uh, during the uh, 5.30 hour and play some great music, and hope you can stick around for that. Now, as we always do every Monday, we go to the White House. So uh, we'll come back in just a few minutes, and uh, Greg Clugston will join us from the White House and bring us up to date about what's happening in and around this nation of ours. God bless America on this uh, Monday afternoon. Be right back. WORD. When you hear the word leader, who comes to mind? Someone who's jealous, weak, ordinary? That's not leadership material. Or is it? The 12 apostles of Jesus had more flaws than people realize. Find out how Christ helped them grow spiritually and how he can do the same for you. Join John MacArthur for his study, The Master's Men on Grace to You. Tomorrow morning at 7 on 101.5 WORD. Dad, why do your toenails look like that? Hey, it's James. And if you're like me and suffer from toenail fungus, please pay close attention. Let's face it, toe fungus is embarrassing. I was afraid to take my socks off and hid my ugly toes from everybody. But nail fungus isn't just a cosmetic problem. It can also be dangerous. Even a small spot can spread and get worse. But no matter what I tried, it seemed like my fungus would never go away. Then I discovered Crystal Flush, the new and different FDA-registered at-home treatment. This unique two-step system flushes out fungus at its source and reverses damaged nails. Finally, me and thousands of others are free from fungus, and you can be too. Call now, and for a limited time, you can try Crystal Flush risk-free for 30 days. Call 800-354-1862. That's 800-354-1862. Eliminate your toe fungus once and for all, guaranteed. Call now, 800-354-1862, or visit crystalflush.com. MVP's bonus days are here for pros. For 12 days, pros save big, and MVP's get even more. Because MVP's Pro Rewards members can earn bonus points to redeem for rewards. Earn points on every dollar spent up to $1,000 and get up to three times more points when you shop select brands and products. Find MVP's bonus day savings from July 11th to the 22nd in-store and online. Exclusively at Lowe's. Exclusively for pros. MVP's Pro Rewards program subject to program terms and conditions. Details at Lowe's.com slash L slash Pro Loyalty Terms. Subject to change. Ready to unite with believers across the country to bring hope and meals to hungry families? Thursday, August 11th, 7 p.m. Eastern, be a part of Food for the Poor's free virtual We Are One national event. Featuring the music of five-time GMA Devil Award winner, Natalie Grant. This will be an evening filled with hope, unity, inspiration, and celebration as we unite to release 10 million meals. Register for this free live stream today by texting We Are One to 51555. That's We Are and the number 1 to 51555. Studies show decades of increased taxpayer spending per student has failed to improve educational performance. Can't we do better? Pittsburgh's Christian schools say we can. Right now, local Christian schools are offering half-price tuitions for first-time enrollees, like Cornerstone Prep in West Mifflin. If you're looking for a safe environment for kids to learn where character matters and academic excellence is served by highly qualified teachers, consider Christian education. Visit wordfm.com slash tuitions. We start the Monday show off by going to the White House, where Greg Clugston joins us. Greg Clugston is the SRN News White House correspondent. He himself has his finger on the uh, nation's capital and uh, goings on in and around this country of ours. Greg, happy Monday to you, friend. How, how are things? 
Hey, good afternoon, John. Doing well. Have a good good. weekend. Excellent. Very good weekend. We took a few days away. Catherine, I actually had uh, Thursday and Friday off. She's continuing it today. So we will soldier on without Kath today. Okay. Very very nice. All right. So uh, speaking of travels and some time away, not it was uh, not for leisure time, but the president, uh, Joe Biden, went to Israel and Saudi Arabia, a much anticipated trip and a photo op that has been uh, dissected tremendously. Yes. Yes, absolutely. We'll get to that photo up in a second. But you're right. This was the first uh, Middle East trip by Joe Biden since he took office. Uh, and he made a uh, stop in Israel. He met with the Israeli uh, leadership. He met with the Palestinian president, Abbas, as well. Um, there was uh, the, the sort of statements that we've heard from American presidents in terms of uh, hopeful for peace and that kind of thing in the region. Although there was nothing new announced in terms of uh, reviving the stalled peace process, the peace talks, which have been stalled for multiple years now. Um, so while there was uh, there, there were sentiments expressed on behalf of the Israelis and for the Palestinians and aid offered to both sides and the president standing by a two-state solution for the Middle East conflict, um, nothing, nothing terribly new was, uh, new ground was plowed, I guess you might put it that way, John, mm-hmm. uh, in terms of the Israeli-Middle East relationship in terms of the United States. Obviously, uh, the White House uh, perspective on that kind of a trip, though, is to say, look, we need to uh, further uh, the relationships that we have and, um, and, and, and strengthen them. And the president was very clear about his ironclad commitment to the security of Israel, which, of course, to a lot of Christians is, uh, is very, very Good. important. Yes. And th- that continues a sentiment that has been expressed by many modern presidents in the last number of decades that uh, have represented both political parties. Yes. So, Greg, uh, there's so many moving parts of this this uh, talk, so the peace talks between the Palestinians and the Israelis. I mean, do you have any idea? I mean, the major sticking points, let's just sit down at the table, but that's not even going to happen anytime soon, uh, you say, years in the making. Right. I mean, you look back at, you know, George W. Bush and uh, Barack Obama, Bill Clinton, you know, they they all tried their hand at moderating, mediating, uh, trying to come up with the terms, as you say, John, just simply finding the terms to agree to come and sit down at the table, let alone the very divisive issues of uh, property lines and, uh, you know, and all the rest. Uh, Yes. And so those those are very intractable issues in a lot of ways and uh, that was not really the purpose of this particular trip uh, they were meant to uh, the trip was meant as as the white house was discussing it as to really essentially strengthen ties um, to that important region of the world from the u.s perspective and then it was on to saudi arabia which was very interesting we've talked we talked about that in the run-up to this trip over the last couple of weeks and of course uh, the, the criticism that joe biden was receiving and has continued to receive, to be quite honest, in yes. terms of whether or not he was putting, um, you know, practical matters of energy and other um, political concerns ahead of of principles and human rights, and the fact that Jamal Khashoggi, the journalist, was murdered uh, brutally in 2018, and U.S. intelligence has concluded that the Crown Prince, uh, the effective ruler of Saudi Arabia, was responsible for that operation, and so. The, the photo op that you referred to just a couple of minutes ago, John, was the fist bump mm-hmm. between President Biden and the crown prince known as MBS. And that was a photo op that has been seen around the world. And um, 
so yeah, you, you, you said it correctly that uh, it's been dissected uh, quite a bit already and will continue to be. Very much so. I mean, I, I don't know what people, you know, the optics were lo- supposed to be looking at. Of course, anytime the president of the United States reaches his hand out to a, a leader, you know, whether the leader of a country or, or, or whatnot, th- there is a, a power uh, perspective that's put into place here. Now, of course, uh, the crown prince, rightly so, of American intelligence is saying, you know, you put this in place where you murdered an American, you murdered a journalist here. Um, the fist bump itself watered down, but still in some ways looked like, you know, a a partnership or a, a reckoning of everything is above board and okay, when in fact it is not, Greg. The American presidency, American leadership is still very important around the world in capitals around the globe. And so when an American president visits and meets personally, it uh, in a lot of ways legitimizes the partner that the president is meeting with. And that is something that the crown prince received simply by being in that photo op and hosting that meeting with the president. And the White House said, and the president himself said at a news conference after the meeting, he said that he brought up at the top of the meeting his concerns about the U.S. intelligence findings about MBS's role in the Khashoggi murder. And um, he, he said that he was very blunt and direct in saying that he was concerned about MBS's involvement. MBS, apparently, the, the crown prince replied that uh, he was not involved. And now there is some dispute between the United mm-hmm. States and the Saudi government about what was and what wasn't said at that meeting. Right. So it's an issue that's uh, probably not completely resolved. So unless you're in the room, you don't know, you know, the president said, well, I was forceful in, you know, my delivery of, of my yeah. remarks about this. But the Saudis are saying no. So who knows? And I guess, you know, in the end, it really doesn't matter because they'll go back to their respective places and we'll continue on business as usual. Now, of course, the, uh, President Biden was there. The hopes was that the conversation would uh, come around to energy prices, that OPEC would increase energy uh, output, but that doesn't seem to be uh, on the table as well. Well, there was no public announcement about that. Um, There has been some reporting that it was uh, essentially agreed to, but silently in terms of no public statement (laughs) coming. Hmm. Now we'll have to see. Now, the White House briefing um, uh, this afternoon had uh, Jared Bernstein, a, a top economic advisor for, for President Biden, talking to reporters just within the last hour or so. Uh, and they were welcoming a drop in gas prices over the last 34 days. And in, in some cases, taking credit for what the, the administration has done, the steps the administration has taken uh, as they see it uh, in helping push those prices down. Um, but there was, uh, there was no real um, talk or confirmation from the White House about what the Saudis agreed to or did not agree to in terms of increased oil output. Interesting. Greg Clugston is with us. He is the SRN News White House correspondent. Uh, So let's move forward, Greg, and uh, talk about uh, what's happening here domestically. Uh, To our south, uh, West Virginia Senator Joe Manchin, he continues to uh, hold power over the Democrats and has foiled their plans once again. Yeah, he's been in talks with uh, Democratic Senate leadership over a number of weeks mostly behind closed doors. And uh, there was the hope among Democrats that uh, once again, there would be the ability to craft some piece of legislation uh, on climate change and on uh, raising taxes on uh, the wealthy and corporations and some other key legislative priorities of Democrats and the Biden White House. And uh, there, there were hopeful signs from Democrats that this was going to work this time with Joe Manchin. He's from West Virginia. Um, And once again, 
We've seen this during the Bush, uh, sorry, during the Biden administration, but Senator Manchin has been a real thorn in the side in terms of his resistance to signing on to very expensive pieces of proposed legislation. And he said, after what we've continued to see with inflation numbers, he said that he's concerned about what what this uh, what these proposals from Democrats would do in terms of inflation. Hmm. Uh, he and it's worth noting he comes from West Virginia, which is a fossil fuel state. Yep. Uh, that's a key part of their energy and a key part of their their economy uh, in a statewide. So uh, he continues uh, to draw ire from a number of people within his own Democratic Party. And so that's uh, that's left another political setback for Joe Biden yes. as he's returned home from overseas. I mean, I'm sure the Democrats wish that Joe Manchin would just retire and not be part of, you know, what's happening in West Virginia. He has foiled the Democrats' plans at every state, much to the delight of the Republicans. Right. I mean, obviously, when you've got a 50-50 Senate and then you've got a, a Democratic senator who's also, in some ways, doing some of the GOP bidding. Very much so, uh, yeah. You're right. The Republicans are, are more than happy to sit back and mm-hmm. watch that play out. Greg, uh, let's talk about uh, the January 6th hearing. Uh, despite what Republicans will say, you know, it's uh, just all, all uh, a lot of uh, made up a brouhaha and let's move on and think about inflation and gas prices and whatnot. Uh, of course, the, uh, the Democrats in the January 6th committee, they are holding a Another and apparently the the last hearing, which will be this Thursday evening, once again, primetime television. Primetime. Yeah. And uh, this is the last scheduled uh, hearing that we know of, although they say uh, members of the committee say that they have been receiving uh, new information ever since they've been holding these public hearings. Uh, Somebody will say something. There will be a key testimony and that will then just sort of. Uh, unlock uh, or unleash a, a flood of new um, new information and material coming in. Uh, what's interesting is uh, last week it was reported by members of the committee, it was their understanding that there were some key text messages from the U.S. Secret Service that had been erased from January 5th and 6th. And uh, now uh, the Secret Service has uh, been been subpoenaed by the committee for uh, for more information regarding uh, these key texts. Of course, January 6th is the date uh, that uh, is so important on these uh, particular hearings. And you're right, John, it's, it's worth pointing out there are any number of Republicans and, and other Americans who are looking at this with a skeptical eye in terms of uh, the political nature of these proceedings. Uh, the fact is, though, most of the of the key testimony has come from people who have worked uh, in a Republican Trump administration, if not right in the inner circle of the West Wing of the Trump White House, which is uh, uh, and then, of course, uh, they they promise even more testimony from individuals we have not heard from at Thursday's primetime hearing. Thursday primetime. <clears throat> can't watch. Uh, can't miss television for sure. Thursday night. OK, great. Uh, speaking of the uh, Trump administration, it uh, appears as though Donald Trump has been t- uh, speaking to the press. And he says, essentially, it's not a matter uh, of um, if he will run for president, uh, just a matter of when he will announce his candidacy. Yes. Right. Gave an interview last week, uh, journalist Olivia Nuzzi, and uh, he told her that he essentially has made up his mind about going forward. Uh, he didn't he did not come out and, and declare it yet, but he 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 told the journalist, told the reporter, uh, I ha- the decision I have to make is whether I go before or after. And he was he's he was wanting to make sure that the reporter understood what he meant by that. And the uh, the general the general thinking is that he was he was suggesting that his decision now is that he has decided to run for reelection in 2024 
But the question is, will he announce it prior to this year's midterm elections or will he wait till after the November midterms? I see. Uh, so that's sort of tantalizing in, in a lot of different ways. Republicans, uh, clearly, most of them do not want Trump to announce prior to the midterm elections because they want the midterms uh, to be focused on high inflation, high gas prices and, and putting the spotlight of blame on Joe Biden and the Democrats as opposed to dealing with what uh, a, a Donald Trump announcement could bring into the mix ahead of the midterms. Right. And at the same time, I'm, I'm reading over the weekend that a majority, apparently a large majority of Democrats are saying, we don't want Biden to run for president in 2024. So, I mean, here we are in 2022, two years out from uh, the presidential election, and there's all this, you know, sort of rumor and innuendo yeah. and speculation about who would run. I mean, there's a possibility it may be a clean slate of new candidates running for president in 2024. It could be, right. And and among the Democrats that, that are unhappy with, uh, with Joe Biden are younger voters. Voters who are not only unhappy with Joe Biden, but also a lot of the uh, the aging leadership of Congress and uh, those who are holding high political office in our country. And so there could be a clean sweep uh, because we'd be looking at uh, if I mean, if you looked at, at a possibility of Trump and Biden, you'd be looking at, uh, you know, gentlemen in their 70s and 80s yes. uh, running for the top job once again. And for a lot of people, that's not an enticing uh, offer of uh, presidential candidates. <laughs> it is not. I mean, there's a time where you just kind of go, okay, I'm going to hang it up. But you think about the, pro- I mean, clearly, uh, well documented, whatever you think about Joe Biden as the president, as an old man, and, you know, not to cast uh, aspersions on the guy, he is an old man. And so you can see some sort of decline, whether it's mental or physical. It, it, it's, it comes to everyone, and that's exactly what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Democratic strategist David Axelrod, of course, worked in the Obama administration, a key Democratic voice, said that if if Biden ran and won re-election at closer at at the end of his second term in office, he'd be closer to 90 than he would be 80. Oh, my goodness. Um, And that's a Democrat who's pointing that out. Right. And and not to, you know, invoke ageism on anyone. You want people to live long and healthy, but maybe not necessarily, uh, you know, drive the United States forward into uh, world affairs. That's just uh, where we are. Greg, it's always a pleasure. Thanks so much for stopping by and for bringing us up to date. Thanks for the good conversation, John. Always a pleasure. Greg Clugston, SRN News White House correspondent. Information about Greg Clugston and SRN News at wordfm.com. We are part of the Salem Network. Take a quick break. Get back. We do come back. We're going to talk about the, the discoveries of the cosmos with the James Webb Telescope and those images released. Do you remember what was kept in a spring house? If you're an old timer, you know that a spring house was used for storing fresh cold milk. In 84 Pennsylvania, we have another kind of spring house. Our spring house is an old-fashioned country store filled with all kinds of old-time gifts, great country foods, and you guessed it, fresh cold milk. You see, the spring house in 84 is also a dairy farm where we milk our own cows, pasteurize and homogenize the milk, and sell it all through the store. We've had people tell us it has to be some special kind of gourmet milk. We don't add anything to the cow's diet or to the milk. It's just nature's purest, most perfect food, and we love the way our customers love it. We also make a chocolate milk you would think is a chocolate shake. 
an old-fashioned buttermilk that people drive miles to get, and a 40% heavy cream that's wonderful for luscious desserts. Our 2% and our skim are the greatest sellers. Come and try some Springhouse milk at the Springhouse in 84. My pillows having their biggest sheet sale of the year. Hey, this is John Hall. You've all helped build MyPillow into this amazing company. And now, Mike Glendale, inventor and CEO, wants to give back exclusively to his listeners. The Percale bedsheet set is available in a variety of colors and sizes, and they're all on sale. For example, the queen size is regularly priced at $89.98, but is now only $39.98 with our listener promo code. Order now, because when they're gone, they're gone. The Percale sheets are breathable, have a cool, crisp feel. These come with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. There's a limited supply, so be sure to order now. Call 1-800-391-0954. Use promo code WORD. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square, use the promo code WORD. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. A beautiful day here at All About Golf in Butler, where 14-year-old Jimmy and his dad are on the executive nine-hole course. He's been practicing all year at All About Golf's driving range, featuring top tracer technology. Is that a Ping G425 driver dad just pulled out of their Ping Hoofer golf bag? <laughs> yes, and Jimmy's set of new hybrids was chosen with the help of All About Golf's Ping certified club fitter at the Pro Shop. That's up and down for par at All About Golf in Butler. Practice, learn, play at allaboutgolf.com. Do you need new blinds or shades? Blindster.com offers custom-made blind shades and shutters shipped directly to you at prices less than big box retailers. Blindster blinds are easy to install and guaranteed to fit. Don't overpay for new blinds. Shop Blindster today and save big. Blindster.com Ask Alexa to play the word Pittsburgh to hear us there. We're on your Google speaker too. Plus iHeart, TuneIn, and on Odyssey. 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. Mostly cloudy skies expected for tonight. It will be humid with a nighttime low of 67. Sunshine, patchy clouds tomorrow. Tomorrow will reach a high of 86. Tomorrow night, mainly clear skies and humid with a low of 68. As we look to Wednesday, we'll see partly sunny skies. It will be warm and humid. We'll reach a high Wednesday of 88. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. Do you care about the number of steps you walk a day? Is that a thing for you? Oh, I, I've done my 10,000 steps a day. I've, I'm a superman. I've done my 15,000 steps. Um, for a short while, I, I had a Fitbit. I, I, we, you know, we got them here. At, uh, you know, oh, I, It's part of your healthcare thing. I put this Fitbit on. Oh, it was kind of interesting to see how much I was walking or not. To be honest, when I... When I had it, I love. It doesn't. It's it's not with me anymore. <laughs> it's expired. My Fitbit. Maybe I wore it out. I don't think so. Uh, but it was. You know, it's uh, curiosity. Oh, I had no idea. I, I, I walked that much or that little. Um, apparently, uh, a new survey reveals that uh, the average adult logs somewhere around three thousand eight hundred steps per day. Far less, apparently, than the recommended recommended 10,000 steps a day i don't know um christy does it mean anything to you do you, do you are you log your steps my apple watch logs my does steps it? and uh currently at 435 i have 1899 wait 
1899 Oh, <laughs> oh so you're way, you got some, I am way under. you got a lot, a lot of work to do. I mean, even for 3800 you got some work to do. I mean, that's just it, though, right? Unless you're intentional, I'm going to go for a walk, then you fall far short. Yeah. So uh, the good news is, right, you know, the, the Fitbit thing or your Apple Watch, or uh, it tells you, hey, get up off your duff and let's move it a little bit because, uh, you know, it's true. I mean, it's proven, right? The more you move, the more physically active you are, I believe generally for most of us, the better health you will be, right? You just do, especially as an older adult. You just get up and move. You feel better. You know, it clears the mind a little bit and helps the heart and make, makes the legs a little stronger and whatnot. It's just good for you. But um, I don't know. Uh, maybe at some point. Oh, we're, oh, oh! I'm getting an Apple Watch. Oh, fancy! Oh, right? Yeah, yeah. We can be bestie or matchies. Is there? I don't know. Now, is there? Is that a thing? I don't know. Because no, because uh, I kind of. Anyway, uh, because I've been here since 1952, corporate is now going to give me an Apple Watch as a way of saying thanks for sticking around. So I, I never had desired to have an Apple Watch, and but I'm going to get. Can I get a free one? <laughs> so, free is hey, better than paying four hundred dollars. I'll take an Apple Watch from corporate. That's very fun. Thank you. Uh, we'll see what that's like. But I don't want to. I how about the uh, you do notifications? Yeah, I don't do any. Why would you do notifications? Please explain that to me. It depends on what app it is. But uh, all day long, people are dinging you, and the things vibrating, and d- doesn't that make you feel anxious? No, really, because usually it's your cat. Oh. <laughs> Well, a message from me would make you feel anxious enough. <laughs> I mean, yeah, okay. I, my my texts are a little vibrating thing. Yeah. I do not like the sound. I always turn the sound off. Yeah. But you know, like when you log on to a new app or a website, they'll go, can we send you notifications? I always say no. My kids' phones are constantly, it's like, you know, it's like a, it's like a parade going on in our house. It's a little too much. Anyway, my point is this. <laughs> This article I'm reading in Study Finds, about 3,800 steps, the, buried within the article, they're saying – let me see. Let me find this. Uh, duh, duh, duh. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, in this in this uh, survey, half of respondents, 51% of those who took the survey can touch their toes without straining. I can do that. Well, let's hope, right? I mean, you know, you're in your 20s. <laughs> It'd be right? pretty bad if I couldn't. Well, forty nine percent of America can't touch their toes without straining. What forty nine percent of us? I think I can touch my toes without straining. That's, I'm I'm glad. I mean, no, forty nine percent. I don't want to you know shame anybody here on the word ride home, but still, I mean, that's a lot. Anyway. The Apple Watch is coming. I'll be walking and touching the toes. Looking forward to that. I'll send you updates in case you're wondering how that's going. (laughs) Okay, we'll take a break. Come back. We're going to talk from BioLogos about the new James Webb Telescope and the images of the heavens. Stick around for that. 101.5 WORD. Coming up on Insight for Living, Chuck Swindoll explains that even with God's forgiveness, our poor choices have long-term consequences. Grace means that God, in forgiving you, gives you the strength to endure the consequences. It does not mean the consequences are automatically removed. Hear Chuck Swindoll draw timeless lessons from the life of David, this week on Insight for Living. 
tomorrow morning at 8 on 101.5 WORD. So I was at one of those overcrowded July 4th festivals and did a boneheaded thing and dropped my wallet on the ground. Had no idea. About a minute later, I hear a, excuse me, sir, from a teenage kid out of breath trying to catch me. He handed me my wallet and then he handed my niece a pink unicorn and said, I won this, but I think it'd look cooler in your room. If you're like me, it's really easy to get trapped in the crazy of life, like an overpacked festival. I can get focused on my job and all the things I enjoy, and I can forget to keep my eyes open for those around me, and how truly powerful a random act of kindness can be for someone. This summer, at United Faith Mortgage, we want to do something nice and pay somebody's mortgage for a month. You can register for that, no gimmicks, at our website. But more so, I hope together this month, we'll all do as Jesus would do. Eyes open on the crowd around us with the intention to make someone else smile. We are United Faith Mortgage. United Mortgage Corp. Melbourne, New York. And a blessing for 1330. That's the Department of Banking and Securities. Mortgage Lender License 22672. If you are 65 or older, you know this. It's really frustrating to deal with out-of-pocket medical expenses. Watching your hard-earned dollars just flying out the window. Well, here's something that can really help, and it's worth taking a minute to look into. MediShare has a new option called MediShare 65+. Plus. MediShare is a community of Christians who share each other's healthcare bills, and it really is a community. People encourage and pray for each other. And MediShare 65 Plus is a low-cost option for those with Medicare Parts A and B that fills in the gaps where Medicare stops. You can lock in one low monthly price for up to 10 years. It's great for peace of mind. You can use your Medicare-approved doctor and get prescription savings, dental and vision savings, very worth looking into, and it's so easy to find out why people rave about the customer service at MediShare. They're great to talk to on the phone. Here's the number. Call 833-SHARE-55. That's 833-SHARE-55. 833-SHARE-55. Business owners and entrepreneurs, would you like to have $50,000 in corporate credit? How about getting your credit score over 750? For over 40 years, Ray Reynolds has helped customers get millions in credit. By using corporate credit, you can finance a business, buy real estate, and stock under a corporation. Take advantage of numerous tax write-offs only available to a corporation. Go to RaiseWebinar.com now to book a free webinar and get over 50K in corporate credit and get your credit score up to 750. When you attend, ask Ray about the $1,000 cash credit within days. Go to RaiseWebinar.com. That's RaiseWebinar.com. December 25th of last year, a spaceship took off and in it was very uh, special payload. A new telescope that made its way in orbit around the sun. It took a long time for this to happen. Decades in the planning, the building, and finally the execution, the James Webb Telescope. And have you seen the photographs yet? I do hope you have, whether you're a space lover or not. Deb Harzma is with us. She's the president of BioLogos, here to talk to us about BioLogos and the James Webb Telescope. Hey, Deb. Thanks for coming along. So good to be with you, John. Yeah, my pleasure, Deb. So, Deb, uh, you, uh, I think we, we share, like a lot of people do, the love of outer space. I mean, talk to us about this James Webb Telescope. And for the for the uninitiated, this is a major scientific dis- uh, breakthrough, isn't it? Oh, it really is. This telescope has been in development for so many years, as you said. Um, I've been watching it as an astronomer, all of these plans in the making. So last December, Christmas morning, We didn't have any little kids at our house, so I got up early to watch the launch myself, and it was uh, amazing to see it go up. Everything went off without a hitch. We were so afraid something would break, but now it's working, and the images are just glorious. 
They are glorious. I mean, it, it, when you think about this, I mean, I, like you, I've been you know anticipating this for a long time. The engineering, and I and I, I don't use this word lightly. It is in many ways a miracle because the 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 imagination of man. We could let's think about you know building something that goes to the far edge of where we are and shoot a, a, a telescope into the sky so we can look backwards at the beginning of time. I mean, that unto itself, and then all that the 366 different points of something that could go wrong and none of that went wrong everything seems to be working in near perfect condition doesn't it oh yes it's an amazing feat of engineering and that's why it took so long to develop and yes now we have this window on the very earliest times in the universe the baby galaxies when they were just starting to form so that was the first image that came out that president biden released and uh, it was just beautiful, filled with so many galaxies in that one picture. Um, and they did it in just 12 hours with the Hubble Space Telescope. They took weeks to take this, the same sensitivity of a picture. And here they could do it much more quickly. Fabulous. So, Deb, you're an astronomer. And, and mm-hmm. to, to be honest, I do not understand the, the science behind looking out at the stars. And in some ways, uh, what I'm reading about is this is essentially is a time machine. How does that work? What does that mean? Yeah. Um, So it's because light takes time to travel. So it doesn't, light travels very fast, but it does take some time. So when we're looking out at, um, say, some of the nearby stars that we saw pictures of, they're actually um, a thousand or more light years away. And so we're seeing them not as they are now, but as they were when the light left over a thousand years ago. And so in that way, every telescope is a time machine. I see. So we're looking back at something. So what we're seeing now in those images, they may not be what they are now, right? Things have changed. If we you know, could take a click picture of what it is right now, millions of years have gone by, right? Yeah, yeah. Time is passing out there and um, exciting things are happening. One of the images was of four different galaxies that are swirling around each other in the process of colliding and um, tearing tendrils of of each other out. I I love the picture because it showed the infrared light. So one of the neat things about this telescope is it shows us light that our eyes can't see. Um, Our eyes can see in the visible part of the spectrum, but this is infrared light. And it reveals whole new things about these galaxies that you can't see in the visible picture. So the telescope is built to last. How long will it be around that it will be operational? What do you think? Oh, um, boy, many years. I think more years than they expected because um, the launch went so efficiently. They have a lot of fuel left to be able to maintain the position. It's um, about a million miles away from Earth right now, four times the distance to the moon. Fabulous. So then who has access to this telescope? I mean, is this just a very small slice of the scientific community? Is it something for rent? Can you explain how that works? (laughs) You don't have to pay any money and it's open to anyone. But what you have to do is write an application and you have to convince them that what you want to do your scientific question is worth the time and so then they have a committee that reviews which are the most important observations to make interesting but then the data is available for anybody once uh the images are taken you know they give a little time but um it's it's a funded by um public money and everybody gets to enjoy the amazing images from it 
So then uh, established members of the scientific community, obviously, you know, you've got an interest in this. You write this proposal, and if it's chosen, then those people who wrote the proposal, uh, do they go somewhere, and do they sit alongside people who are operating the telescope and delve into this uh, this mystery together? Um, well, you're, you're right that they don't get to operate the telescope themselves. And as an astronomer, I had that experience. Really? Um, I, I have operated basic telescopes here on, on Earth, um, but one of the telescopes I observed at, they're like, oh, this is way too complicated. You have to submit your whole plan. We're going to check it, and we will operate the telescope. So that's how that works. Um, I, these days, you wouldn't have to travel to be near the telescope operators. You just do all that um, online, but you can watch the data as it comes in. And uh, since there's a lag from where it is, there isn't much you can do in real time. It's going to take its pictures and... I go through it sequence. Interesting. Deb, talk to us about yourself personally. Uh, there you are, the president of BioLogos. E- explain to our listeners what BioLogos is and how you came to be part of this. Oh, so at BioLogos, we believe that science and Christian faith can work hand in hand. So I'm a Christian and I'm an astronomer, and I think these things can work together. And there are, uh, uh, we're a whole community at BioLogos, lots of uh, scientists, lots of um every sort of person who think that science and faith can go together, that what we learn about nature through the scientific process is telling us about God's creation. So we're learning about God's world, and we think that comes alongside God's word, and we can explore the two of those together. Interesting. Uh, I'm sure you know this is true, right? There's always a lot of pushback from those who are not believers, and they go, well, you know, Christians, they don't necessarily want to follow the science. They're believing a book that's make-believe. But, you know, uh, there's a lot of (laughs) – just a lot of ridiculousness in that line of thought. But you're able to meet that and and speak about science, the actuality of it all, the the nature of it, and and respond accordingly, yeah? Yeah, exactly. So we show people how – um, as you say, a lot of secular people think that, you know, the Bible is nonsense. And we show, no, actually, we can understand it uh, robustly, faithfully, see it as God's authoritative word, and see how it's relevant for the scientific world that we live in. It's not some dusty book in the past. It's relevant for our lives today. And there's a lot that science alone can't do. Um Watching the news coverage of these images, the scientists will tell you what the galaxies are doing in the picture. But we as Christians, we know the one who made those galaxies, and we can praise the creator for it. Fabulous. So you're like me in many ways. I mean, I see that, Debbie. I mean, it is incredibly beautiful. It's humbling to see that. Um, I I heard someone talking about, you know, the the image, the first image that was uh, revealed is, is something about holding up a speck of sand into the skies, and that's essentially what we're looking at? Yeah, it's this really small piece of the sky. I I used to say, well, you know, hold up your hand at arm's length and look at the little pinky fingernail, and it's smaller than that. Well, it's even, you know, if you think of a grain of sand, is even smaller than that fingernail. It's a tiny, tiny piece of the sky. But the thing is, we think in every place we look in the sky, when we look that deep, we see those galaxies. So you can picture that image. Just picture it tiling it over the whole sky. That's the wallpaper of the universe. It just goes on endlessly, it feels like. I mean, if that's a speck of sand and what was revealed last week, you can't imagine how many billions and billions planets and universes uh, we'll, we'll see out there. So can you speak to that? I mean, people talk about, there's always, of course, you know this, and I'm sure you have an opinion about this, the great debate of, are we alone? I mean, I see that and I think God is a God of creation 
clearly there has to be more out there than us if that's through a, a speck of sand what we're seeing. Yeah, uh, there are billions of worlds out there. And we've learned that from our telescope so far. And with James Webb, we'll be able to look at some of those planets around other stars in more detail and be able to measure their atmospheres, start to learn more about what those planets are like. And sometimes atmospheres are changed by life. So we might be able to see if there's bacteria on these planets or plants, something that is changing the chemistry of the atmosphere. But yeah, it makes you wonder, like, wow, we are so small compared to all of this. And Yet, we have to remember that God's love is even greater. So in Psalm 103, it talks about the heavens, um, as high as the heavens are above the earth, God is saying. Now, there's some places in scripture where it says, as high as the heavens are above the earth, so are my thoughts greater than your thoughts. Oh, yeah, we see that in these images. God's picture of the universe is way beyond ours. But in Psalm 103, it says, as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is God's love. He knows that that universe looks so huge to us, but the big takeaway he wants us to have from it is that his love is even greater. Fabulous. So BioLogos, now when I think of BioLogos, I think of Francis Collins. Um, Mm -hmm. Can you talk to our audience about that relationship between Francis Collins, who Francis Collins is, his work, and BioLogos and the work you're currently doing? Oh, yeah. So Francis Collins founded BioLogos. He is uh, one of the top biologists in the world. He led the Human Genome Project, and he's just finished leading the National Institutes of Health. And right now he's science advisor to the president. Um, So he's a great public servant, and he's also a believer. He told his story in um, his best-selling book, The Language of God, how he became a Christian um, when he was uh, a medical resident. Uh, you can read all about his story at our website and the stories of many other scientists who are believers at biologus.org. Um, so Francis Collins is, uh, he's not running biologus, but he's always a friend for of us and is a spokesperson for us in many situations. Fabulous. Well, well Deb, th- these are really uh, just fascinating times that we live in. And, and I'm sure like, you know, me, the two of us together and any people who love the idea of, of God and creation to see these images of, from the James Webb telescope. We've only seen just a handful of them all. I mean, in the next couple of decades, we'll see thousands and thousands of them. The discoveries that are yet to take place. I mean, it's just fascinating, isn't it? Oh, it is. And I think for the astronomers looking at these images, um, that this is just a tiny promise of what's to come. And because we know all of the potential of this instrument, this is just what they did in like the first month. And after the first year, there's going to be so many more beautiful images and amazing discoveries as we learn more about how planets work, how galaxies work, um, how stars change over their lifetimes. And all of those scientific questions we'll learn more about as and it's a window onto the universe that anyone on Earth can enjoy. Fabulous. Deb, before I leave us, uh, once more, uh, people are interested in BioLogos. They can go online and find you, yeah? Yeah, at BioLogos.org, B-I-O-L-O-G-O-S. And we'd love to see them there. Fabulous. Deb, thanks for coming along. Uh, I love talking about astronomy. Uh, your love as an astronomer as well and God's creation, it, it's good for everybody. Thanks so much for being with us. Oh, thank you for having me. Thank you. Deb Harzma, president of BioLogos.
If you're considering protecting your retirement with gold or silver, listen up. Mark Davis here. One company I trust for this, Advantage Gold, the highest rated precious metals firm in the country. They are so passionate about teaching people how to own physical gold and silver. They've won the best of TrustLink Award four years in a row because they really educate their clients on how to buy gold and silver the right way. Call 800-900-8000. 800-900-8000. Talk to one of their experts. They can send you a free gold kit along with a free copy of the Wall Street Journal national bestseller, The Great Devaluation. Number again, 800-900-8000. Don't wait any longer. Get the best information, the best process, the best service, the best value, all from Advantage Gold. 800-900-8000. That's 800-900-8000. Call Advantage Gold today. 800-900-8000. Advantage Gold is not an investment advisor or a tax advisor. Consult with your financial advisor before investing. I truly have never worked in a place that I've loved so much. Cara Bell, principal at Jubilee Christian School in Mount Lebanon. The feeling is so warm and open when you walk in. They're very passionate about teaching, passionate about the school, and they love the children. Everybody's willing to step up and help one another. There's just so much love there and compassion for each other. And it's just a nice, warm place to be. Imagine, believe, achieve. Jubilee Christian School, K-7th through grade. Now enrolling for the fall at JubileeCA. Your spouse has said your marriage is over and they're ready to walk out the door. So where does that leave you? Hi, I'm Dr. Joe Beam. We've helped thousands of couples in this exact situation. We want to share with you the things you can do right now to start turning this crisis around. If you're somebody who's lying in bed, sobbing yourself to sleep because your husband has left you or walked out on you or your wife has left you and you think, oh, well, this is it now. It's not it. There is hope. We're going to teach you the three things you need to start doing immediately to get your spouse back. If your marriage is in crisis, you're not going to want to miss this special Save My Marriage event happening on lovestories.com. So sign up today. Visit lovestories.com for the free Save My Marriage mini course happening now on lovestories.com. That's lovestories.com. Check out lovestories.com. It's a very common fear to have a fear of the dentist. There's a reason patients love Dr. Megan Stock. Voted Pittsburgh Trib's best of the best dentist in northern Allegheny County for the second year in a row. I feel particularly drawn to making sure that all patients are at ease. That extra gentle touch, the extra nudge to tell them it's okay, we'll get through this together. Exceptional dentistry meets compassionate care. Stock Family Dentistry, Perry Highway in Wexford at StockFamilyDentistry.com. Excuse me. <laughs> Hold on there, ladies and gentlemen. See what happens. The cast on here. Things are untoward. Hey, listen. Uh, we've talked about this. The cruise is coming up. Let's go on that cruise, right? Uh, here we are. What is today? The seventeenth. Today's the eighteenth. See, uh, at this point in the summer, uh, do you get this way? I get a little anxious. Like summer is going away. I mean, I know we got some time here. We got, you know, I mean, officially two months left in summer. But at the same time, I wait, I think probably, I wait all year long for summer. And then you kind of go, it's like sand between your fingers and you go, oh, it's going away. I don't get, uh, 
Anyway, it's w- one of the markers here for a, a fun summer, if you got like a summer bucket list, join us on the cruise um, Tuesday evening, August 16th. Heck, if I'm anxious now... <laughs> On July 18th, I'll be a wreck on August 16th, summer going away. Anyway, join us, wordfm.com. It's a, a dinner sightseeing cruise. I think the, uh, we board around six-ish or so. So Kath and I will you know, run down to Station Square where the uh, Gateway Clipper docks, and then we'll leave, I think, around 6.30-ish and uh, head out for, uh, is it two and a half hours? I think it might be two and a half hours out there on, on the rivers. And uh, just drive around and have ourselves a really nice meal. We did this last year on a smaller boat, and uh, the event sold out quickly. So we're going to go a little bigger this time in the hopes that more people join us, which is a lot of fun. And we had a really, really good time. Um, you know, as the sun sets on the rivers, if, if you're fortunate to be on a boat, you know, you, you own a boat or has a friend who has a boat, when you're out in the rivers, the light is absolutely incredible. And... Um, to be with us out there. We, we look forward to it. So please, if you've been thinking about it and uh, talking to your spouse about it, your friends about it, kids are invited. So come and join us. So wordfm.com. Uh, the, the meal and the cruise, I think it's 45 bucks per person. So when you consider like a special night out, not so bad. You can do it for like you know under 100 bucks. Yeah, a lot of fun. Wordfm.com, August 16th. We are everywhere on your radio at 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh at wordfm.com, the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and Odyssey. It's .com. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. Fractures are starting to appear in President Biden's support among Democrats in the Senate. With the president's approval ratings hovering in the low 30s, support among Democrats is waning. One Democrat senator who requested anonymity told The Hill support for the president is growing weaker in the Senate, citing a New York Times-Siena College survey showing the vast majority, 94% of Democrats under the age of 30, are hoping the party selects another candidate in 2024. One progressive group, Roots Action, is gathering signatures in a campaign to try and prevent the president from running. Bob Agner reporting. Quick help for suicidal thoughts and other mental health emergencies as easy as 988. The United States First Nationwide three-digit mental health crisis hotline has gone on live. It will connect callers with mental health counselors. On Wall Street, the Dow is down 105 points. This is SRNU. If you were lied to and buying a timeshare and worn out, you need my help. Hi, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started the timeshare cancellation industry by exposing the ugly truth about timeshare and giving folks the straight facts. I've been fighting the timeshare jots ever since, so no one knows this industry better than me and my team. Today, we have 383 employees and have saved our clients an average of $65,000 in lifetime payments. Imagine putting those timeshare dollars back in your pocket. If you were told in a timeshare presentation that this was available today and today only, that timeshare was a great investment or your maintenance fees will never go up, call my office now. I guarantee if we take you as a client... We will cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call now for your free information kit. 800-881-4242. 800-881-4242. 800-881-4242. Stress, it never seems to end when you owe money to the IRS. 
What about the years of unfiled tax returns? Have you tried another tax service and gotten nowhere? Then you need Tax Alliance. Why? Years of being A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau with no consumer complaints sets them apart. Call 800-987-1054. That's 800-987-1054. Don't wait until the IRS attacks your wages, bank account, your home or pension, and even your Social Security check. Tax Alliance specializes in IRS tax relief programs, including the Fresh Start Initiative, which can finally free yourself from IRS debt. Their tax professionals can file returns, fight the IRS to substantially lower your IRS debt, or possibly even have it forgiven. If you owe the IRS $10,000 or more in back taxes, have unfiled tax returns, or have a payment plan and are still frustrated, call 800-987-1054. That's 800-987-1054. Tax Alliance, your tax resolution solution. If you haven't switched to MediShare yet, two big reasons to at least consider it and why it makes so much sense right now. Number one's inflation, which is just affecting everything. It makes sense to say, okay, where can I actually save? Well, you could save a lot in one fell swoop if you switch to MediShare. The typical family saves $500 a month. Secondly, your conscience. MediShare members aren't forced to pay for things they don't support or believe in, and that's a big deal for a lot of people right now. They want their money to actually help people. And one more reason, you can trust MediShare. It's been the gold standard for healthcare sharing for more than 25 years. It works, and members love it, too. It has double the customer satisfaction rating compared to health insurance. So now's a great time to consider making a switch, and they're very easy to talk to. MediShare has great Customer service. You can even get a price within two minutes. Here's the number. Call 844-45-BIBLE. That's 844-45-BIBLE. 844-45-BIBLE. Mostly cloudy skies expected for tonight. It will be humid with a nighttime low of 67. Sunshine, patchy clouds tomorrow. Tomorrow will reach a high of 86. Tomorrow night, mainly clear skies and humid with a low of 68. As we look to Wednesday, we'll see partly sunny skies. It will be warm and humid. We'll reach a high Wednesday of 88. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Hey, good afternoon. Greetings. Happy Monday to you. Kathy and I were away uh, Thursday, Friday. Kathy's taking today off as well. It's just, uh, you know, it's summertime. I hope that everybody gets a little, you know, downtime, summertime. It's just so fabulous. It's beautiful. So, do you, do you keep a, um, a an active prayer list? You know, uh, you know how they say, please pray for me. Yes, of course, I will, I will pray for you. So years ago, I just, you know, started writing people's names down on index cards. That's all. I get like, you know, I've got multiple index cards, you know, in my office, in my car, my house. Um, and I added two names uh, over the past week or so, uh, Donna and Deb. Um, they are suffering through some deep, uh, hard medical maladies. And so I don't know what your, your prayer life is like, but, uh, if you would add, uh, friends of mine, Donna and Deb to your, to your prayer list, because, um, they've got a really hard road ahead and, uh, pray for healing and pray for peace in, uh, Donna and Deb's life, uh, friends of our families. And, uh, cause we know, right? 
God can do anything. God can heal. And so I'm praying for healing for these people that I know and love. I was in the the backyard over the weekend, Thursday and Friday, I just hung out there. And this weird bug uh, came upon uh, a a chair next to me. I had never seen this this bug, and it was absolutely beautiful. But I took a picture of it, and of course, because I was just curious, I see this bug. It was red and black and white. And uh, I, I did a quick search as it, well, you know, of this bug while it's sitting sitting next to me. It turns out it's a spotted lantern fly. I did not know. It's been around since 2014. This lantern fly came from China, an invasive species, and is wreaking havoc. And now, so I, I you know, I registered it. Oh yeah, it's in my neighborhood. Christy, you're, you're shaking your head. What, what do you know about the spotted lantern fly? You were supposed to kill on contact. I did not. Oh, no. I did not because it was so beautiful. I didn't know it after the fact. Then, I, you know, I envisioned myself, you know, crushing the fly. Yeah. How do you know about this? Uh, I think I saw it on Facebook. That's <laughs> where I get my news from. Yeah, that's okay. I mean, look, I didn't I didn't know I should have killed it. But, man, I mean, they're saying what, the spotted lantern fly, native to China, first detected here in 2014. Uh, it's... it's if allowed to spread in the United States, this pest could seriously impact the country's grape, orchard, and logging, logging industries. I had to cut down some pine trees here earlier in the year because I had something that was crushing my pine trees. We had to cut down three big pine trees, which, of course, you know, you bring somebody in to do the job. It's not cheap. Now I'm, like, anxious about the other pine trees. Like, what's going to happen? Hopefully, you know, so I had to put some stuff down. And hopefully it, it's rough, isn't it? Spotted lantern fly. It's funny that you see something that's so beautiful, and I think, look at that. How can that be, you know, invasive, invasive species? So I learned something from sitting out there in the backyard. Hey, we went to the uh, movies. You know, I'm, I'm off for those couple of days, and uh, we went to see the Elvis movie. Oh, yeah. The new Elvis movie. Now, I, I, my kid said, you want to go see Elvis? My kid's 22. You want to go see the Elvis movie? I was like, yeah, I'll go check that out. I knew very little about it. Um, it is an unusual biopic. Uh, I, I liked it an awful lot. Really, um, the energy was totally off the charts, totally unexpected. And it tells the story. I mean, you know, it's it's Hollywood, so there's you know, a lot of... Uh, anyway, if you're a movie lover, I would suggest you, you, know, you check out the reviews and think, is this for you? Here's the weird thing. I had not been to the movies for a long time. Eh, it's been, we used to go to the movies all the time. But, you know, with COVID and whatnot, yada, yada. And plus, with 800,000 things to stream for free, or, you know, not free, but you know what I mean. You're sitting in your living room. Uh, we have diminished our movie-going time. We went to the movies. And this was the most populated movie I've been to, you know, since COVID began. There were maybe 40 people in the theater. Not bad. I had the great misfortune of sitting in front of someone who, God bless her, I don't know what was going on, but she was making us crazy. She was talking to the movie under her breath in my ear. In my ear. (laughs) You know, and so it's, do I say something? Do I turn around and confront? Do I plead... Uh, I leaned forward to so try to diminish that. I mean, 
my kid, my 22-year-old boy next to me, he was losing his mind. Uh, that's just one of the things, you know, I, to be finally, I mean, I, I thought, no, I can't. I'm not going to, I'm not going to be that guy. I'm not, I, somebody screamed at the poor woman. <laughs> they screamed and it wasn't me. It wasn't, and it wasn't, and they were like across the theater and she's sitting directly in my ear. And I, and I was just being patient. I figured the poor woman, clearly something's not right there. I'll just let her go. I'm I'll just, but man, I don't know. What do we pay? What do we pay to get in that theater? 12 bucks or something like that. I mean, if I was been at home <laughs> and that someone sitting behind me at home, I would have spoken up, but not there. I was afraid. I was like, not afraid. I'm like, well, kind of afraid. You think, you know, things are weird out there now. I mean, in the past, I would normally, you know, people, you would normally speak up, at least me. Now, I'm a little less inclined to speak up about about things that are going to bug me in public. I'm just going to keep, keep my head down. Be humble. Try not to be upset. Pray for peace, and let let's be just move forward, because I don't do not want to get into it. You know what I mean, right? Things I do not. Christy, are you more likely to speak up, or are you more likely to be me? No, I'd be you. You would be. I I wouldn't suck it up. Yep. I mean. Because things are going to happen. You know, I honked at somebody yesterday. Oh, don't do that. Do <laughs> I, not. I was a little nervous after road honking. Rage. Yeah. Right after church, too. Oh, see there? You just blew it. I know. You honked? Was it we a bad were, honk? Is it a big honk? No, but we were sitting at a green a light. Oh, oh. Like, it was green for a long time. And they were, on the, they were on their phone. I don't know what they were doing, but it's, we missed the green light. Even oh, after I honked, we missed the green light. They still sat there? Yep. They sat there through the entire green through light. Through the entire green through light. Through the entire green light. Yeah. Oh, see, now I would have been unhappy about that. But I get it. I mean, I don't want. To... I was scared. Uh, I made sure to lock my doors after I honked. <laughs> see, you pray for peace in all of our lives, right? And I mean, it's. I, I, you know what? I talked about this during the four o'clock hour. We were at that wedding on Saturday. I can't tell you how good it felt to sit down and look people in the eye. And have a fun conversation. Now, of course, through the entirety of COVID, a lot of people stayed home. You didn't have that in public. So it was like, oh, look, I remember what it's like to, you know, be part of that social glue, the fabric of engaging in frivolity. You know, it's, hey, blah, 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 blah. You know, it didn't really mean anything, but we all enjoyed each other's company. And then, you know, so that, to yell at someone, <laughs> excuse me. Excuse me, ma'am. Please, it's a movie. It's a movie. There are other human beings here who have also trying to engage and enjoy themselves. Please. So, you know, and, and of course, in your mind's eye, or in my mind, I'm thinking of like, what is the correct thing I say? Do, okay, I've crossed the bridge. I've crossed the line. Okay, I will say something. So this is what I'm going to say. So then I'm having a conversation with myself about the proper thing to say while I'm not watching the movie and ruining the movie experience. How does life get so complex? Huh? <laughs> you just try to, right? Do we not try to be people of peace? I, I don't want to yell at people. I don't want to be yelled at. I don't want to have someone, you know, go on a rage-filled tirade against me or what. You just try to be at peace with people. But man, it's hard. <laughs> it's really hard. All right. Oh, oh, speaking of hard, we're gonna have a hard conversation next. We're going to talk about the transgender issue. And that's 
that's a whole ball of wax as well, isn't it? Most white evangelicals say society has gone too far in accepting transgenderism. That's next. 1.5 WORD. When God created us, he had a purpose for our lives. I'm Alan Jackson. I have the privilege of joining you each weekday to open our Bibles together. The Bible tells us that God has made us what we are. And in our union with Christ Jesus, he has created us for a life of good deeds, which he has already prepared for us to do. Join me and let's see what God has for us today. A fresh look at scripture weekday mornings at 930. Alan Jackson Ministries on 101.5 WORD. When it's time to replace your roof, siding, gutters, and downspouts, entry doors, and, of course, windows, you can count on Windows R Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. This is John Steigerwald. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows R Us offers repair and replacement for all your exterior home projects. Why pay double with some other companies? Windows R Us will always give you the best price on the best in-class products, backed by the best warranties in the industry, all with zero sales pressure. And speaking of zero... Right now, get zero interest financing for 12 months and no processing fee with prices set to increase on all exterior products. Lock in your quote today. Schedule a free estimate and inspection today at windowsarustpittsburgh.com. You've tried the rest, now try the best. windowsarustpittsburgh.com. If a super flexible schedule, great benefits, paid time off, and a signing bonus sound good, consider NAMS Transportation. NAMS has provided safe transportation to northern Allegheny County and Pittsburgh seniors for over 40 years. Van drivers start at $17 an hour, sedan drivers at $14 an hour, plus a $2,000 signing bonus for part-time drivers and a $4,000 signing bonus for full-time. Must be 25 or older, no CDL required. Call 412-406-8611 today. Parents are an extremely important part of their child's education. Kara Bell, principal at Jubilee Christian School in Mount Lebanon. We try to partner with parents and try to instill values that the parents want as well. We love to have parents come in and volunteer for activities, for recess, for lunch, to help out in the classrooms, field experiences once a month. We try to team so that we can meet the child's needs. Imagine, believe, achieve. Jubilee Christian School, K-7th through grade, now enrolling for the fall at Jubilee. This is Pastor Tom Hall. People are capable of such goodness. So why are we at war with each other? It turns out the Christian faith is completely realistic about human nature. Faith gives us the tools to examine ourselves and imagine a better future. Join us for worship at First Presbyterian Church of Pittsburgh, 326th Avenue, downtown, Sundays at 1045, for our sermon series, What's Wrong With Us? Learn more at fpcp.org. If you're a person, here's this phrase, which drives Kath and Chrissy crazy. If you're a person of a certain age, it's hard to make sense of of where we are, despite, okay, we're going to have a difficult conversation here in the next few minutes. I am a believer in Jesus, and I want to be a person of peace and love and grace. I'm also, from society's perspective, an old man. I'm 65 years old, and I'm a white man. Now, when you look at society today, you know, I would think, oh, I'm I'm sort of on the fringe here, right? We are on the fringe if I'm 65 and, and a white guy. 
when you look at the sexual politics of this day, I uh, I see it. I understand it because at 65, I've lived enough. I mean, look, I was born in the 50s. I came of age in the 60s in an Irish Catholic family. When I graduated from high school, I went to school for theater. And then I spent more than 20 years working professionally, making a living in the theater. Now, I did this in the 1970s when people did not talk openly, certainly not kind or loving, about homosexuality. Transgenderism was at the far, far, far front of that. But working in the theater, of course, I knew and worked with and still many gay people. Now, gay marriage has become the law of the land. That's fine. I, to be, I, I got to say this. I do not have a problem with civil marriage for gay people. I just don't. This is, this is how I understand it. However, as a 65-year-old white man, when I do see the activism that has taken place in this country and how it's reached itself into every corner of our lives, every corner, that our children have been transformed. I mean, our smallest of children. Drag queen story hour? Come on. Seriously? Or activism in elementary schools, where we're teaching kids gay sexuality, first, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth. You, you know, you've read this. You know you have. I just don't understand it. I really don't. And I know that by saying this, it upsets people to hear this, even within this, the confines of our audience. I can't apologize for it. This is my worldview. No doubt, Jesus loves everyone. And as a follower of Jesus, I must follow along with that, despite my misgivings and my uncomfortability with that. And I, I know within the confines of Christianity, I am not alone. I saw a headline over the week, last week, most white evangelicals say society has gone too far in accepting transgender people poll finds. This is, you can see the numbers. 87% of white evangelicals believe a person's gender cannot be different from their sex assigned at birth compared with 42% of non-religious Americans. That's just where we are in this country. And I know that we as believers, and a lot of us, you know, we are poor examples of Christ's love in this, in this world. We just are. We're angry and ugly a lot of the times. All that to say, I'm really happy to welcome to the show Jeff Johnston. Jeff is the culture and policy analyst at Focus on the Family for Focus's Daily Citizen, and he joins us now to talk about these very difficult issues. Jeff, welcome to the show. Hey, John. Thanks for having me on the broadcast. My pleasure, Jeff. All right, Jeff, so you, you hear my, my very long introduction to you to where we are right now. You understand where I'm coming from as a, as a man in this perspective of where we are in American society today. Your life, your guidance is necessary here. Help us understand where we are and how best to appreciate to work our way through this particular time in American history. Well, I think you're absolutely right on a number of counts. Um, 
first of all, the gospel requires us to love people, um, no matter where they are. And Christians are called to do that. And I think most Christians want to. I, I, I think they want to love people. I know in my own journey out of homosexuality that I found a great deal of love and encouragement and healing and transformation from people in the body of Christ. Um, I wouldn't be where I am today if it weren't for men in the church who loved me exactly where I was and helped me walk away from homosexuality. Um, So I think most people do want to love people who are struggling with these issues. At the same time, I believe that the church is called to hold fast to the truth. Um, We read in Romans, we, we read this in lots of different places. When people stop acknowledging God, when they don't give Him thanks, and when they don't believe in the truth anymore, they turn to all kinds of things. And one of the things that people have turned to in our culture is this idea of gender ideology. And it has to do with the idea that your gender, how you think about yourself, is somehow completely separate from your sex. Now, as Christians, we know that God created us male and female in His image, and that humans are either male or female. Um, and, and, and we know that that's what God designed. And we also know that by science. I mean, science says that there are two types of humans, male or female. But our culture has veered far from that in the last 50 years, and it's really accelerated in the last 10 years. And as you said, it's affecting our children in deep ways. And so while we're called to love people, I believe that it's really important for Christians to stand for the truth. And that's not just the truth of the gospel, that's also the truth of how God made us and how he connects with us yes. as men or women. To stand for the truth. So, Jeff, I mean, you know, this conversation, now I'm sure if we were on secular radio, the lines would be lighting up with people pointing the finger at us and saying that we are hate-filled bigots, right? That we are, yeah. that we are filled with hate. Now, I don't believe that I'm filled with hate. I, I want to make sense of this, and I want to be loving and accepting to people, but I do believe what's happened in America is so topsy-turvy, it's so upside down, it, it, it goes against the laws of nature, certainly it goes against God's laws, and so I don't know how we as Christians can rectify all this, still hold a voice that is transcendent and, and above all this fray, and still have a force that is powerful in today's society. I think, you know, the further we go into this, the gulf clearly is going to divide even further. And at some point in the near future, Christians have lost all voice because we have been marginalized by speaking what we know as gospel truth. You're right. This is an ideology that has taken hold in education, It's in social media, it's in the arts and entertainment world, it's in the news world, it's in business, and it's being pushed by the federal government and by many state and local governments. But And and as a result of that, it's affecting religious freedom, free speech, parental rights. You know, these these are things that we as Americans hold dear to us, and that's why it's so important for Christians not to be afraid um, not to, you know, not to act out of hatred. We want to be wise and loving and courageous at the same time, but we must continue to speak the truth, even if we are mar- marginalized by the rest of the world. And I think, you know, this 
the survey, as crazy as it is that 40% of people believe that gender is different from sex, um, there are 60% who are with us on this. And they're saying, wait a minute, wait a minute. You know, you can't be all these different genders in, inside your head. People are making this up as they go along, basically. I, I did an article recently where um, I looked at a list of 250 different gender identities. Come on. And, and it, it included things like fawn gender and cake gender and astro gender. And um, these are being made up as we speak. I mean, people are just claiming whatever they want. And Christians should be at the forefront of saying, no, you know, this is not true. It's not, it's, it's not true in science and it's not true in reality. Your sex, being male or fem- female, is what is supposed to inform who you are as a person. Um, out of that comes your masculinity or femininity. And we do need to talk about this as a scientific truth and as biblical truth, too. And that, um, you know, it's just really unhealthy when people reject their body, when they reject reality. Um, leads to all kinds of unhappiness and depression and mental confusion. And then people do horrible things to their body with puberty blockers and opposite sex hormones and surgeries. And so Christians should, we must be at the forefront of saying, you know, this ideology is false, but we're going to continue to love people even if they go in a false direction. And that's going to be really hard to deal with in the next few I don't know how long this delusion is going to last, but it, it is difficult to do both of those at the same time. Mm-hmm. And, and that's a, really the key thing, right? I mean, again, not to be unkind, but it is delusional. I believe it is. And, you know, uh, is gender dysphoria a thing? Undoubtedly. There's no doubt about that. I, I would agree with that 100%. But what you've seen now is because of the, you know, through the strength of the messaging that kids, you know, I mean, look, I'm one of seven kids. My, my second oldest sister was a classic tomboy. She just was. I mean, you know, she, she played ball and she, she ran with the guys. And, and so in today's day and age, she, you know, she would start to question her sexuality, her gender identity. And before you know it, if you took it to the far extreme, you know, there she would do a double mastectomy and, you know, she would transition into being a man, which is just absolutely ludicrous. And I believe it's happening to many, many kids today. You know, we see this. You see this in the news. Little kids, 10, 11, 12 years old, who are on track and everybody nods their head as though this is a good and virtuous thing and we are trying to help people when they're suffering when i believe the fact of the matter is we are prolonging it and we're going to you know harm people for the rest of their lives right and as christians we want to um, protect children as much as possible um, beginning with our own children but also our neighbor's children because we love them and so i've been encouraged in the last four or five years as, as you know as people stayed home because of covid they saw what was being taught in the schools, and there's been this uprising of parents who are taking over school districts. I mean, here in Colorado Springs, I can point to three or four different churches who have developed public policy teams, and they hold forums for candidates, and they put out a voter guide, and they've been able to flip school districts from radically woke to conservative, and we're seeing that across the country, so that gives me hope. But I think more and more Christians need to speak out. And again, we got to do this kindly and wisely. Yes. Um, you can't just 
that, you know, there's some words that are just not helpful for us um, that sometimes get used in the public arena. But we want to protect children as much as possible. And that includes, too, how we raise our own children. Of course. That if you have young kids, you, you have to start early talking to them, not about sex or, um, you know, not about that kind of stuff, but about how God made us male and female and how there's boys and girls. And both of those are good. And God likes both of those, and they're different from each other. And we can talk with our kids about the differences, and we can bless them. You can take a little boy who's struggling with identifying with other boys, and you can talk to him as a man and help bring him into the world of men and affirm his masculinity, affirm that he's a boy and that's how God made him, and it's a good thing. And we can do the same thing with our daughters. And this should be something that should be happening in families and in churches where the church is reinforcing the truth is that this is how God made us and this is how he designed marriage. Real marriage is between a husband and a wife and we know that's the best place to raise children. And you can talk to kids about all of that and you're not talking to them about sexuality or puberty. You're just talking about male and female and God's good design for that. Mm. So we start with our kids, we start with our communities, working in schools to you know, get, keep things like drag queen story hour from happening and keep these things out of school libraries as much as we can. And we want to do it kindly, but we speak out the truth when we do so. Amen. Hey, Jeff, thanks for being with us. Thanks for your work at Focus on the Family. We appreciate you and Focus telling the truth in a kind and loving manner. Thank you so much. Thanks, Matt. Thank you. Again, uh, I, I do... You, you see yourself as a follower of Jesus. You do not want to be, you know, you don't want to be a crazy person. You don't want to be filled with vitriol and disgust and hatred. You just don't. I don't want to do that. There is a tiny percentage. I believe it is. I, I, I think probably within our, not probably, there's no doubt, within our audience, individually, most people know someone who is gay. There's just That's how the world is today. So what's our response? I'm not going to hate on people like this. I don't want to do this. We want to love people. The transgender thing, that's so deeply complex. There's no doubt there is, you know, again, a tiny, tiny percentage of people that have this gender dysphoria. And your heart breaks for people like that. So what's our response? Not to be ugly, not to be mean, not to be angry, but to try to make sense of this. And at the same time, love and protect our kids. That's really what we're trying to do, right? To honor Christ, to be Christ-like, and not to be an idiot, you know, speaking up and being angry and pointing the finger at that, no matter what the response is from another side. That's all. Very difficult times we live in, to try to make sense of this, to be kind and loving at the same time. That's all my point. That's all it is. Okay, we'll take a break. We're going to step away. When we come back, uh, let's play some music. We have the opportunity here, and we never do this. Let's play some let's play some praise music and worship God here on the ride home. We'll be back in a few minutes. You're not who you were 25 years ago. Your life's more complex. People change, families change, and the law changes. This is Jay Hagerman of Abernathy and Hagerman, and a proper estate plan should keep up with those changes. 
That's why Abernathy and Hagerman presents free ongoing estate planning workshops with attorney Dan Reimer, someone who's really good at making complex concepts sound so simple, so you can protect what's yours and to ensure that your will is done. The next one's happening soon. For details and to attend, visit a-h.law. Despite what the world will tell you, all of us, we living and breathing creatures of God, we were all made with a purpose. Now, you know this, if you've been to college, how pivotal those years were for you. To establish who we turned out to be. Yes. So I would think that someone who is a believer in Jesus Christ, you want to go to a university that points you in the direction to your divine purpose in life. Mm -hmm. And might I say, the place to go is Grove City College. One of the issues about social media today is it tends to, uh, I don't know, put us in a place where we're always comparing ourselves to one another, right? We're, we're, and we're always looking to be better looking or we're looking to be smarter or wealthier or have better clothes or a better boyfriend or a better whatever it is. Yes. Um, and our purpose gets completely lost and we become purposeless and we can fall into anxiety or depression or whatever it is. And we need strong and solid people around us and teachers who can point us in the right direction. I think that's another thing so essential about Grove City is you want to put your child in a community that's going to encourage them to develop their identity in Christ and not in all the comparison that's all around us all the time. Summer's here. If you're planning ahead, look at Grove City College, gcc.edu, Grove City College. Ready to unite with believers across the country to bring hope and meals to hungry families? Thursday, August 11th, 7 p.m. Eastern, be a part of Food for the Poor's free virtual We Are One national event. Featuring the music of five-time GMA Devil Award winner Natalie Grant, this will be an evening filled with hope, unity, inspiration, and celebration as we unite to release 10 million meals. Register for this free live stream today by texting We Are One to 51555. That's We Are and the number 1 to 51555. 101.5 WO. ORDFM Pittsburgh on your smart speaker by saying play the word Pittsburgh and on your phone via the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and Odyssey. Underground coal has been mined in Pennsylvania for more than 200 years. Over 1 million homes in Pennsylvania sit on top of abandoned mines. These mines can collapse, causing damage to your home. Most homeowners' policies do not cover damage caused by mine subsidence or water breakouts. Damage often exceeds $100,000. DEP makes protecting your home easy and affordable. Don't take any chances. Visit dep.pa.gov MSI or call 1-800-922-1678 today. Mostly cloudy skies expected for tonight. It will be humid with a nighttime low of 67. Sunshine, patchy clouds tomorrow. Tomorrow will reach a high of 86. Tomorrow night, mainly clear skies and humid with a low of 68. As we look to Wednesday, we'll see partly sunny skies. It will be warm and humid. We'll reach a high Wednesday of 88. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. I don't know about you. I do not listen, and it's not because I dislike it, or, but it's rare that I listen to Christian music. I just, It's just not part of my makeup here. But we've got the opportunity right now. Let's listen to some, some music. Turn up your volume and let's, let's praise God. Here's some music. Jesus in the middle. Here's Sandra McCracken.
Sandra McCracken, cast on here today, shows it a, a different feel in some ways. So I, we avail ourselves of the opportunity and, you know, let's play a song or two and, and praise Jesus. We'll step aside for just a minute and come back and um, let's hear a different song. Jesus and music and praise and worship. You're listening to Pittsburgh's Christian Talk. This is 101.5 Word FM, WORD. W-O-R-D. Plan now to join Word FM Tuesday, August 16th aboard the Gateway Clippers Empress for another fabulous dinner cruise. From 6.30 to 9, relax in the company of fellow believers as you enjoy a fantastic dinner buffet, music, and stunning views of the city skyline. The Ride Homes John and Kathy will be your cruise directors for this amazing night sponsored by Trinity Jewelers. Don't miss the boat. Last year's event completely sold out. Reserve now at wordfm.com slash dinner cruise. You 
My five-year-old nephew was waving his vorpal sword through the air, making no sounds. Hey, Titus, what are you doing, dude? I'm saving the galaxy, duh. It's Ryan, and the reality is, I feel like our Faith and Family Mortgage Team has a galaxy-saving strategy for many families right now. It's not rocket science. The cost of everything is up. Gas, food, vacations, credit card rates. For many, times are tough. But one other thing is crazy up too. The value of our homes have jumped at historical levels, and this is our Vorpal Sword. The strategy many are taking is they're cashing out that newfound money in their homes to help fight this inflation, to pay off or consolidate their debt, to do some fun things around the house, and to stash them away for peace of mind. If you'd like to see your options, we are United Faith Mortgage. United Mortgage Court, Melbourne, New York. And a blessing for 1330. That's the lady Department of Banking and Securities. Mortgage lender license 22672. Meet Brad. Brad's hard at work, or at least his website is. Ever since he added live chat with Salem Surround, Brad's customers are getting their questions answered 24-7. Website purchases have gone up 35%, and they're over three times more likely to buy from him again. No bots, just real people helping real people. Live chat. One of the easiest, most affordable ways Salem Surround can increase your business while you do other things or nothing at all. Ask us how at surroundpittsburgh.com. The IRS doesn't mess around. If they want your money, they'll take it. They can take your paycheck and bank accounts, too, even threaten your home or business. Don't take on the IRS alone. If you owe back taxes, the smartest thing you can do is call Optima Tax Relief. The experts at Optima specialize in a powerful IRS tax assistance program called the Fresh Start Initiative. And their clients that qualify are saving thousands. One call starts the process to stop the demand letters, stop aggressive collection actions, and stop the IRS from targeting you. But don't delay. It's important to act now while you still have options. Optima is A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. Optima has already resolved over a billion dollars of tax debt for their clients. Get your life back. For tax help you need, for tax help you can trust, call Optima now for your free consultation. Call 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. It's just not something that um, I engage in regularly. And, you know, not to disparage uh, contemporary Christian music. Uh, you know, everybody knows, uh, I'm not going to mention, but, you know, of course you know who the, the, the big players are, and, and that's fine. Um, everybody has different tastes, and uh, different things resonate with them as they engage in their prayer life, right? Um, and in their worship life. I mean, you know, how many churches you go to and, you know, the church is upset that, you know, you're playing this kind of music or not that kind of music. So anyway, in, in a time that, you know, cast not here today and, you know, just a, a different sort of feel, um, just playing some, some music here to praise Jesus. Here's Mac Powell on third day. And I've loved this song. I think the first time I heard it and, uh, I hope that you praise along. Keeping you back 
back from your life You believe that there's nothing And there is no one who can make it right And there is hope for the helpless Rest for the weary And love for the broken heart And there is grace and forgiveness Mercy and healing I love that song. It, it covers all the bases, right? I mean, uh, 
Mac lists all the people that are broken, all the different situations in life. And I'm sure, you know, as the song goes on, you identify yourself and you go, that's, that's me, that's me. Yeah, and uh, the response is to cry out for Jesus, right? Uh, where would you be? If you know Christ in your life, where would you be without Jesus in your life? And I know I was talking a little earlier about, you know, your your prayer list. I got a prayer list that's active that I'm thinking about praying about different people in my life and uh, trying to stay faithful to that because it is just difficult to be alive, isn't it? And uh, people need to be lifted up. So we started out playing uh, playing Sandra McCracken, and then there's Mac Powell. And I'll, I'll change the temperature a little bit. Uh, here's a song that I love, uh, Kirk Franklin, and uh, it's Hosanna. has said your marriage is over and they're ready to walk out the door 
So where does that leave you? Hi, I'm Dr. Joe Beam. We've helped thousands of couples in this exact situation. We want to share with you the things you can do right now to start turning this crisis around. If you're somebody who's lying in bed sobbing yourself to sleep because your husband has left you or walked out on you or your wife has left you and you think, oh, well, this is it now. It's not it. There is hope. We're going to teach you the three things you need to start doing immediately to get your spouse back. If your marriage is in crisis, you're not going to want to miss this special Save My Marriage event happening on lovestories.com. So sign up today. Visit lovestories.com for the free Save My Marriage mini course happening now on lovestories.com. That's lovestories.com. Check out lovestories.com. The word around town is that Pittsburgh homeowners are choosing doing it right when it comes to their roofing, siding, and remodeling projects. That's because since 1984, doing it right roofing, siding, remodeling continues to set the bar through clear communication and an installation that's second to none. Doing It Right employs only the most experienced professionals to install and oversee your project. They'll stop at nothing to ensure your satisfaction. Doing business honestly, taking no money down and no payment until the job is complete. Doing It Right will ensure all work is installed to the industry's highest standards, then back it all up with their lifetime workmanship warranty. As a prestigious multi-award winning Owens Corning Platinum Contractor, as well as a VSI certified installation contractor, you can't go wrong with Doing It Right. Mention Johnny Cathy for a discount off your estimate. Call 724-NEW-ROOF for a free project evaluation or visit roofingcontractorpittsburgh.com. Train up a child in the way they should go. Well, you know the rest. It's a calling you take very seriously as a Christian parent. And Trinity Christian School in Forest Hill seeks to honor your commitment by working together with parents to prepare students who are academically sound and spiritually ready to take their place in the world through a classical approach to education that helps build a faith from which they will never depart. Trinity Christian School, one of the top K-12 schools in Allegheny County at trinitychristian.net. Do you need new blinds or shades? Blindster.com offers custom-made blind shades and shutters shipped directly to you at prices less than big box retailers. Blindster blinds are easy to install and guaranteed to fit. Don't overpay for new blinds. Shop Blindster today and save big. Blindster.com So the whole point is we don't have the answers. The only answer is Jesus. Alright? It's just it's a a very difficult time to be alive. And of course, I know that every age of man is a very difficult time to be alive. But especially here in the West, at this day and age, where there are forces that confound us, that we, as believers, you think, I, I, I don't understand. I, I, I can't tell you how many conversations I've had. You know, people go, well, I'm glad that I'm X age because I won't be here in 10 years or I won't be here in 20 years or I worry about my kids and my my grand, I get all that, but I do know that God is in control. And so while we are here, even though we don't have the answers and we are flummoxed by the age that we do live in, that God calls us to be agents of peace and grace and forgiveness and to filter his love through us. And I know I raised my hand first and foremost. I do it badly, poorly. I'm just oftentimes a very poor witness just so poor and so i have to come back to this again and proclaim publicly that jesus is the lord and king and he alone in his majesty 
is with us to have all these things that we cannot through the glass darkly understand. I just don't. And left to my own devices, I make a mess of stuff. And I'm sure you do as well. And I'm grateful for the church. But I'm more grateful for the witness of Christ in my life and trying to be that witness in the world that is broken and angry. And so I'm grateful for you as well and for your presence here together as we struggle to try to make sense and at the same time have hope for the future that Christ is on the throne and all is well, that Christ is with us. Have yourself a great night. Thanks for coming along today. Peace be with you. Ride Home with John and Kathy, a production of Salem Media Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.